story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G. Hello, everybody. It's Mama G here, and you're listening to Story Time with Mama G. I hope you've all had a lovely and gorgeous week. I certainly have, because I've been preparing to hit the libraries and theatres again, starting on February the 1st. So I've been writing new stories, getting new songs underway, filming videos. Also, I can come and entertain you lovely lot with all my stories about being who you are and loving who you want. Now, uh, one of the stories that I'm going to be telling in my theatre show, uh, and at some of the libraries as well, and that is also available in my new book, More Story Time with Mamma G, is called The Trumping Thumping Trumpet Player of Terminal 3. And this is how the story goes. Enjoy. Terry was a trumpeter. He played in army bands, marching bands, smarmy bands. Well, not everyone can be a Simply Red fan. And mariachi bands. He played in wars, great big halls, played for bars and biggie smalls. He played with Streisand, Swift and Carey, Sporty, Posh and Scary, Boobly, Sheer and Presley. Well, maybe not that last one, necessarily. He played big band, he played soul, he played country, he played rap, and sometimes he played them all at once and called it big old cra- No, I won't say that. Terry went wherever the music took him, and Terry took his trumpet too. They'd been everywhere, man. They'd seen the sights, the dizzy heights. But they were tired. Terry was old, and it was time to come home. But wait. Where was home? Terry and his trumpet got off the plane, and that's when he realised. He didn't know where home was. He'd spent so long following the music, he'd forgotten to settle down. Where to go from here? He asked around for names of towns, but recognised nothing in all the sounds. He asked about his mum and dad, but he'd been gone too long, which was too bad. He phoned the stars he'd known who all said no, even that lovely Alfie Bow. Elvis Presley didn't answer, but I really think he's barking up the wrong tree with that one. And without realising, a week had passed, and no one had noticed he'd been in the airport terminal the whole time. And that's when Terry decided he'd just make Terminal 3 his home. He'd wash in the sinks in the toilets, and he'd eat from the bins out the back. And when he was bored, Terry and his trumpet would remember the good times, and busk a few tunes for the folks getting off trains and onto planes. But in all the hustle and bustle, and despite all his noise, no one saw him. Terry wasn't used to this. He couldn't work out the problem. Then he realised... He thought he was home. Everybody else thought he was homeless. <laughs> <laughs> 
no one saw him. Well, that's a little white lie, to tell you the truth. For the purposes of storytelling, one person did see him. Annie. Annie was the daughter of the airport's boss, and she had one big dream. To be a weather forecaster. I doubt she'll be any good, though. She always says the sun will come out tomorrow. And it never does. But Annie saw Terry. Every day on her way to school, Annie would try to stop and listen to Terry's trumpet. But her father would get cross and hurry her along. Terry started to notice. So, in a way, every day he'd find a way to say, Hello. A smile, a nod, a little wave. It wasn't much, but it made their day. And although her father rushed her by, Terry craved Annie's Hi. You see, sometimes all somebody needs is to know they're being seen. Think of all the people you don't see with better stories than you or me. Well, maybe not me. My stories are great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Now, in an airport, if you've been, you'll know that when they make an announcement, they always go, Bing bong! And that makes everyone listen. And then have to ask the airport staff what the tannoy just said because they didn't understand it. It's a great system. It works really well. And in Terminal 3, it worked like a dream. Until one day, there was no bing bong. There was just a garbled message that no one was listening to. Airport staff didn't get asked to repeat the message because people just continued queuing for pret unaware that anyone was trying to tell them their plane was boarding. Can you imagine the chaos that ensued? Planes were missed, sun was not kissed, holiday makers were proper miffed, and on the continent they found no tourists spoiling their historic towns. The President of Spain even phoned to say, Where are all the Brits? We hope you're okay. And in Terminal 3, people just kept piling in. But no one was leaving. Because no one was getting told where to go. And in an airport, it is impossible for anyone to think for themselves. Sorry, I needed to get that off my chest. Annie and her father were trying to get through the crowds, but it was impossible. No one was moving. People were shouting. People were crying. It was so loud in there, no one could be heard or take control. Annie's father was getting more and more stressed. What was he going to do? He looked around in panic. But Annie looked around with absolute clarity. There was only one person who could help. And she saw him. In amongst this crowd of thousands, she saw Terry and his trumpet. They smiled. They nodded. And Terry knew what to do. He took a deep breath and blew and blew. Everyone stopped, totally stunned. Annie shouted, The forecast for tomorrow is sun! Everyone cheered, which meant they heard, but maybe not the appropriate words. They needed to know where to go to get on their planes, so the airport staff started to explain. And within hours, although it felt like minutes, Terminal 3 had no one in it. Finally, Terry was seen again. And word got around, you know. His bing-bongs went from being bing-bongs to being jazz. 
and people would arrive at Terminal 3 hours before their flight just to hear his pre-announcement playing. And then flight started to get deliberately diverted. By Cher. By Madonna. By Adele. And also by musicians with surnames. And the first thing they did when they landed was go and sing with Terry and his trumpet. It turns out, you really can turn back time. In a way, Annie had saved Terry's life. She'd seen him for who he was, rather than assuming he was who we all think he should be. He had been homeless. But he wasn't home-less. And now, thanks to Annie, he was the trumping, thumping trumpet player of Terminal 3. about that. That was my brand new story, The Trumping Thumping Trumpet Player of Terminal 3. It is based, well the title is based, on a rather famous song by the Andrew Sisters and covered, well by a lot of people, but um, also by Bette Midler, and we all know I love Bette Midler, called The Boogie Woogie, Bo oh I can't say it, wait a minute, called The Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy of Company B. You see, The Trumping Thumping Trumpet Player of Terminal 3. And it all came to me in a shower. That's how I have some of my best ideas, actually. And if you come and see my show this February, Mamma G Storytime Roadshow, you can hear me tell that story and sing a song about it and even play the trumpet. That's right. Mamma G plays the trumpets. How many of you knew that? Um, so do get booking. You can go to petitepantos.com forward slash mamma dash G and find out where I'll be heading. The show opens at Pickled Pepper Books on February the 8th, uh, then goes to the Leicester LGBT Centre that same day, and then February the 9th, we'll be at Cat Space in London Bridge, where I'll be doing the full show, and it's going to be lots and lots of fun, and I can't wait for you all to come and see it and tell me how good I am. <laughs> and now it's time for the book of the week. Now, February traditionally is LGBT History Month, which means there'll be lots of events around the world celebrating uh, the history of LGBT people and the movement and the events that took place, and also celebrating how far we've come, looking at how far we've got to go at inclusion in society. And it's a really interesting month where you'll find out lots and lots of information. And uh, I'm doing an extensive tour over February in the UK for LGBT History Month, visiting lots of libraries and theatres and museums, and it's going to be wonderful. Um, but I thought for the next four podcasts, which, I mean, we're just a little bit ahead of it now, but which will be coming out in February, I thought I would make each book of the week related to LGBT history and the pioneers. No small challenge that, especially when you consider my audience is younger. Um, but I found a lovely book 
on the internet this morning. I've not read it. I don't own it, but it is a beautiful book and it's about somebody who's very important in LGBT history. The book is called, you might hear some clicking now because I'm just having to change lanes on my computer. The book is called Pride, the story of Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag. And it's written by Rob Sanders and Stephen Salerno. And I've had a little look inside the book and the illustrations, which are by Stephen Salerno, are absolutely beautiful. They're sort of cartoon-esque but quite realistic and the words are by Rob Sanders and uh, even the first few pages are very stirring. So I would highly recommend that you go and find this book. I can't wait to find a copy. If anyone knows where I can get one that's not on Amazon, please let me know and I'm sure a few local libraries have it and probably uh, also places such as, oh, the Gay Bookshop in London, which name has just escaped me. That's not good, is it? Well, I, I will look it up and I'll, uh, I'll let you know. Um, so I think I'm going to recommend this book, Pride, the Story of Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag. But I thought I should probably tell you a little bit about Harvey Milk and why he's so important. So Harvey Milk, he was born in 1930 and he died in 1978 in a rather dramatic uh, fashion. He was assassinated by one of his uh, political colleagues. He was shot in the head. Um, and he was the first openly elected gay official in the history of California, which is where he was on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. So he came from New York, but he moved to San Francisco, uh, as a lot of uh, gay people did in the late 60s, early 1970s. And San Francisco does have rather a reputation for being a friendly environment for the LGBT community. Um, and he did lots of incredible things. He... Um, passed a bill banning discrimination of uh, and a sexual sexual discrimination on people uh, how they where they stay where they can uh, like in hotels and things I didn't explain that very well uh, and he also ba- passed a bill banning discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation in the workplace which is absolutely incredible uh, and he was only in office for a few months but he obviously caused quite a ruckus and a rumpus with his amazing and incredible ideas and the way he was representing a community. Um, And he has very much become an icon of political activism, especially within the LGBT world. And there's lots of interesting things you can read about him, lots of obviously amazing articles. There's a film about him. There's a, I want to say an opera or maybe a chamber piece of music Uh, written by Andrew Lipper, who's a wonderful composer. So you can really go and uh, research Harvey Milk if you'd like, but do start with this book, um, Pride, the Story of Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag. Now, the Rainbow Flag, if you have followed me on YouTube or Facebook, Mamma G Stories on both, you'll see that last year for Pride, I wrote a poem called A Rainbow Poem. It's also available to buy via my website, uh, and I'll be telling it at lots of the sessions this year. And it explains what the rainbow flag means, because Gilbert Baker, who created the rainbow flag, he created it, I believe, in 1978, which is the year that Harvey Milk died. And that's a response to Harvey Milk's assassination, I believe. Uh, Each colour means something. So uh, red means life. Orange means healing. Yellow means sunlight. Green means nature. Turquoise means magic. And indigo means serenity. And there are now uh, a few more colours in the rainbow flag as well uh, to acknowledge um, LGBT people of colour, um, uh, trans people, 
um, bisexuals. It, it encompasses everything because obviously now it's not just LGBT, it's LGBTQIA+, because we encompass everyone. Uh, and interestingly, there were more colours on the original one, but they took them out because it was very hard to produce them at the time and make them look different to, I think, the indigo. So there's a little bit of knowledge for you there. Um, so, uh, yes, go and listen to my poem, A Rainbow Poem. It's available on YouTube. Uh, or you might even come and hear me tell it in a library or a theatre. Who knows? Uh, but my book of the week... I've rather gone on, I do apologise. My book of the week is Pride, the story of Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag. And now it's time to say goodbye. That's from Sunset Boulevard there. Don't sue me, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, it is time to say goodbye, but like you've probably guessed, you can catch me at so many places in February. Uh, let me see. This week, I'm starting off uh, February the 1st. I'll be at Luton Central Library and Lucy Library. Uh, and then February the 3rd and 6th and 7th, I'll be in Redbridge Libraries. So go to their website and you'll find out uh, which of those libraries I will be in. Because off the top of my head, I cannot remember. And then on February the 8th, I will be at Pickled Pepper Books at 10.30am with my Storytime Roadshow. And then that evening, I'll be at the Leicester LGBT Centre as part of the Leicester Comedy Festival, again with the Storytime Roadshow. And then the big date for you all is February the 9th. I'll be at Cat's Pace, which is a wonderful theatre in London Bridge, with the full two-act version of Mamma G's Storytime Roadshow. It's all new stories this year, if you saw it last year. It's got new songs, original songs, which I'm very excited about. Magic, trumpet playing, audience participation, everything you could possibly dream of. Including a new opening number, which is written by my dear friend Harry Myers. And I'm going to use to close out this podcast. Please don't forget you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Just search for at Mama G Stories. And if you could rate, review, subscribe and share the podcast with your friends, I would really appreciate it because all of that helps more people become aware of what I'm doing. So thank you so much for your help and I can't wait to see some of you soon when I'm on tour. Bye my darlings. Hello everybody, I'm Mamma G. Prove you can be who you wanna be. I'm spreading love and positivity and a little bit of glitter cause that's just me. I stand out from the crowd. I stand up cause I'm proud. I refuse to be cowed. And I do what I want cause I'm allowed. If you're still not sure and you're still torn, join me on the path and the path well worn. I've been this way since the day I was born and if you can't be yourself, be a unicorn. If this is all too intensive, don't get on the defensive. I don't mean to be offensive and I won't drop the mic cause the mic is expensive. Be who you want to be See who you want to see Set yourself free, let me be me Life can be a drag But here is my best gag If I ever start to flag I just pick up my glittery bag Put a smile on my face Put my haters in their place Whatever it is you do, honey You do you 
Be who you want to be. See who you want to see. Set yourself free. Let me be me. Don't be afraid of your sparkles in a world full of Windsors. Be a Markle.